Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. And we're back. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another fabulous episode of Pretty Little Liars After Show. We are in Season 4, Episode 1. A is for A-L-I-V-E, Alive. And I am your host, Kelly, and back with me is... Stephanie, it's great to be back. I know, and we have a newbie with us this season. (laughs) Hi, guys. My name is Emma. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome, welcome. And Whitney will be back with us, too. She's just uh, out of town tonight, but she'll be back next week, so we're missing her tonight. But what a great episode. I know. A good way to start off the season. No, I know. And I love how every episode starts the same. The girls are, like, passed out in a room. It's the morning. One of them's missing, and the door's (laughs) open. Every time. Every time. I mean, I know I've said it before on this after show, but can we just lock a door for once ever on this show? No? No. No. There's never any parents. No doors are ever locked. Like, no. No one asks them what time they got home. (laughs) Especially in high school. Spending the night in motels, wandering around in woods. Like, I don't know. All right. So this was such a crazy episode. There's a lot of things that went on. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to kind of start a little backwards and... Let's start with with the kind of like the relationships, and then we'll go into the big, the big part. The big so that reveal. way we have enough time to talk about the big stuff. So why don't we start with Mona and Hannah? So Mona's yeah. back with the group. I mean, at the end of of last season, they kind of all got thrown together when the girls tried to pull a fast one on her, but then it kind of backfired on them, and they almost burned to death. It's true. The, the, <laughs> that's quite the description, but that that's basically <laughs> what happened, and so. Yeah, it feels like kind of this crazy, I think everyone was waiting for it, at least I was, with like how Hannah and Mona were going to relate to each other, because it, mm-hmm. it felt like it could go either way. Right. And I don't know, I think that a part of Hannah really does miss her friend, and she likes being able to hang out, and I can, you know, at least from what Mona's sharing, she seems to really you know, like this friendship being back together. But then, you know, it is one of those keep your friends close and your enemies closer. She has to protect herself. And they already know that this chick is crazy. She's already done so many things to them. 
and you know to put them where they are now. Yeah, and she's concerned because she has that the tape or the memory card from Yes. So when we start out this episode, they are at the car and we finally see what's in the trunk. Yeah. That was the big thing. What is in the trunk? And we'll get to that. I mean, <laughs> yes. you all probably know already. Very but... symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> there is something in the trunk. Okay, so you know, they they figure that out. Mona's there. And, you know, they watch the video, and it's the video of Hannah's mom hitting Wilden with her car, and Mona is trying to take it to save Hannah's mom from getting in trouble and anybody seeing that. But she won't give it up. She's keeping it because she needs to find Redcoat, too. Nobody knows who Redcoat is. Do you really think she was keeping it to get to Redcoat, or was she keeping it to get closer to Hannah? No, I think she's keeping it to get closer to Hannah, because why would she need to keep it to get, you know, (laughs) that didn't make sense. No, I think she really does. I mean, look at her. She's been locked up in this RV forever in these black hoodies with no friends. She needs some normal human interaction. part of me really believes that she was in some way trying to get them to be strong. Like, you know how she said... uh, Oh, to Emily? Emily. Mm -hmm. Um... But I don't know. I mean, she's crazy. <laughs> you never know if she's going to switch, uh, go bipolar on you. So Well, I mean, may- maybe maybe there is something to that. Because you, when the show first started, Mona was the weak one. And she mm-hmm. was kind of the outcast. And she, she, Hannah was the only one that was really her friend. And she kind of transformed into this different person, became a more confident girl and all of that. And maybe that had something to do with the girls. But she still always felt kind of like an outcast. Hence the reason why she took the path that she did. So maybe in a way, it's her like wicked way of kind of paying back what they did for her. Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. if she wasn't so evil, then there is something good to the confidence and the kind of different, the way she carries herself and what she gained from everything that's happened. I think regardless, Hannah will always have, you know, a soft spot for her. Yeah. Because she knows uh, kind of like where she comes from. She's Mm -hmm. been there. She's gotten the same treatment from not only Allie, but the rest of the school, you know, for not being perfect, for, you know, right, being fat, as they called, you know, called her. So I think she relates to Mona. I agree. I think that Hannah, there is always going to be that soft spot. But in this particular case, I felt like she was absolutely after that card Mm -hmm. and after... Uh, any information she could get. It was yeah. not a straight up, like, I just want to be your friend because I feel bad for everything that's happened. Like, she knows what Mona's done to her, and she Mona's made her life not so great in the last yeah. few years. Well, and there was a time when she really was going to Radley, and she really was trying to figure out, you know, what is the matter with you? Yeah. And that, you know, she didn't get anywhere. So I think she just might be frustrated with that. But I think she did feel a little bit guilty because after they went on their shopping trip and all of that, and Mona kind of called her out and was like, I know you're just pretending here. You know, take it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, do you think that she gave it to her, no strings attached? I don't know. We don't know, but I think she was pretty genuine. I think she really did want to bond with her, and Mm -hmm. um, but she knew ultimately Hannah was after you know the hard drive. She was in there to bond and go shopping. That's what I'm saying. Do you think she because when she just gives it to her, do you think that that's like she's giving it to her without? There is a backup. She's not stupid. I yeah. (laughs) Immediately in my head too was like they mentioned like the one and only, and I was like, this is Pretty Little Liars. That is not the one and only copy of that. Like we should all know if we watched hours and hours of Pretty Little Liars, that that is just not the case. You leave your doors open and you make plenty of copies. copies of Emily's car keys. I know. <laughs> She's got copies of everything. I don't know. Um, 
But when in that opening scene that we were talking about, that happens in every season when the girls all because pa- they're all back at the house, they all fall asleep and then they wake up and Mona's gone and they're freaking out. Mona's gone. Mona's gone. She comes back with coffee and scones, and you know they're still trying to they're still having a hard time whether they're going to trust her. But then they they don't have a choice. Well, I think they've now realized that anyone that they can get on their team, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know if she'll permanently be on their team, is to their benefit. They can't do it alone. I think that's what they're figuring out, is that the four girls, yeah, that's what it seems like to me anyways, is that they need help. And they needed some answers, and yeah. and Mona did answer some of their questions. You know, they found out that she wasn't the one that pushed um, who was it, Ian? Ian off the bell tower. She wasn't the one that put Ari on the box. Like there were some some things that everybody did find out that she didn't do, and and she ad, you know admitted putting Wilden's car in Hannah's garage, but she didn't have it you know outside at the house and. She obviously didn't set the fire because the girls were with her, but they she did they get did get some an, a little bit of answers from that. Do you think that she was being as honest with them as she pretended to be? I'm, I'm gonna say no, not so much. I I think it was great that we got these quote unquote answers that um, you know that happens. You don't always get answers at the beginning of a Pretty Little Liars episode. That's right. not typical. So it's nice that we were able to kind of get those answers, but. Do I think they're fully the truth? Mm-hmm. No. No. Uh, no. I don't know about you, girl. Yeah. I definitely no. didn't. I, I kind of feel like they know, you know, it's too soon to get any answers. So I kind of mm-hmm. feel like maybe even Mona was a setup. Maybe they were supposed to escape the fire. And, um, you know, well, there somebody is a pulled them plant. out. Yeah. Somebody pulled them out. And it wasn't, it wasn't, if they're all, if all of them were in there, aside from Spencer, who didn't even know the house was burning, it wasn't necessarily someone that they know to be their ally that pulled them out of that. So it has to, so I think you're, you're right. That, you know, maybe this is all of a setup to give them a little bit of information and kind of see where they take it. Because they find out, too, that Wilden was part, was on the train and that he was one of the Queen of Hearts and they say that the Melissa was the other, but we, then we don't know because all of a sudden all of Mona's files get deleted. Yeah, on that, her computer yeah. as she's trying to give them more answers and show them. Yeah. Is that... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I, I think you and I are on the same page here. I just... I don't believe that that was something that was out of Mona's control exactly. necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think that that was a deliberate thing that she had set up. If past seasons are any indication, that was not something where she was like, oh, how? what happened? She knew that that was going to happen mm-hmm. probably at that exact moment, exactly. in fact. Mm-hmm. I think that was... She in- probably set the virus in as she's turning it on. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Where's Caleb? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I really think she used that as, you know, she's going to use it as a bargaining tool, mm-hmm. basically to be in the in crowd, and um, now all the knowledge is in her head. So, what so do they have do? to keep her around? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's that, that's a very very good point because now they just can't go on the laptop and get it. They have to get it from her head, so she has to be around. They they need her as the key to the to, to a lot of the answers that they're looking for. So she's a sneaky one that one. You know. Well, I feel like she's kind of playing good cop bad cop or like good team bad team. Isn't everybody? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the girls, for the most part, are probably good team. I'm afraid to say it because, like, next week I'll come in here and I'll be like, they're bad, what happened? But good team for now. Um, And so, yeah, but she's definitely one who's playing her card on both sides. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to get burned. I mean, I think she's really just, you know, 
crossing the line way too thin. I kind of like, yeah, they, she is playing both sides, and mm-hmm. you know, A is going to find out something or somehow. And um, you know, I, I don't want to jump too ahead to the end, but we kind of see it where she's put back on the shelf, you know, with the rest of the the yeah. girls. Yeah. yeah. So. Maybe that is uh, a way for HC, you know, then you're going to, if you chose them, you're going to be part of them now. Yeah, I mean, when they're in the lair and that, that happens and the, the uh, laptop erases and then they hear the creepy kids calling, you know, Allison's name and they're, you know, playing and uh, kids always creep me out in situations like that because they're so, <laughs> they're, they can be kind of scary. <laughs> you know, so they come, I love that they're in a trailer park and it's literally a trailer <laughs> park because there is like a merry-go-round and everything yeah. there. And they come out, these kids are playing and they all have dolls of the, of the girls and they said that they've been playing with Allison. Which in itself is creepy because, you know, if they're having visions of Allison, you know, pe- you know, people say kids can see that. So, you know, maybe where do they get these dolls from? You know, is it still goes back to the thing. Is Allison really alive? Is was it really her that died? Like all of those questions. What do, I mean, what do you guys think? We, we went back and forth about this last season for mm-hmm. sure. I think every week I probably changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly. Um, so I think. I'm now kind of leaning towards that she's alive. Mind you, that might be because the episode title, but right, is is alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Allie, I, it just to me, it feels like her story is not done, mm-hmm. and also with her mom keeping all of her stuff. Let's talk about her mom. Her mom creeped me out. Now I see where she gets a friend. Yes. Very, (laughs) very creepy. So her mom comes back into town, back into their house, has all of Allie's stuff, sets up her room like she's coming back. And Hannah always cracks me up with everything that she says because, you know, Emily's saying, you know, she's building a shrine and, you know, (laughs) Hannah, maybe she just wants her room back. (laughs) Like, she always has those one-off jokes about stuff, you know, where she's half serious and I I just always think it's really funny the way that she delivers it. I think it's great. But I mean, maybe she, maybe Jessica knows something that the rest of us don't know. Maybe there really is that whole twin and all of that speculation that we were thinking about before. I like put notes, you know, down when we were watching it. I'm like, well, maybe, you know, Allie just kind of like snuck away into, you know, hiding or something because she's keeping a bigger secret, which I think it has to do you know, more with the older, you know, the parents, something that is just beyond them. And since we got a little bit, you know, inside how uh, Jason, um, well, uh, oh my God, I forgot the name. Uh, Melissa's dad's name. Oh, um, Oh, Jason's dad? Yes. Yeah, how, okay. You know, yeah. they have the same dad. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, this has to be more than money. It has to be more than... There's something. And with her, you know, watching uh, through the window, mm-hmm. she just creeped me out. <laughs> and she sees him the next day, like, normal. Nothing's going on. I'm like, what? I know. And wants to sit with him at the funeral. I mean, for a minute, I thought that she might be, A, all along, as creepy as she was. But, you know, I don't know. Um, And she was just treating um, Allie like a a missing child. Like, I feel like that's what you would do if your child was missing, not mm -hmm, if your child mm -hmm. actually died. I don't know. Maybe that's just a personal thing. But, like, I feel like I've heard of families when their child's missing, they still keep the room because the child could come back. Right. Where if your child's 
dead, that seems like a less likely scenario. So that really creeped me out. I'm right there with you. I found her super super I don't know. She was creepy. People deal with it in all sorts of ways, and there's no right or wrong way to deal with grief, and I totally understand that. But it's the standing at the window, I think, like, took the cake for me. Like, staring at Spencer doesn't even acknowledge, doesn't even wait, just, like, standing there, like, in a daze. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what do you have against her? You know, it, it obviously has something to do with Spencer's family, which I still can't figure out what it is and I feel like it's more than Jason it's more than you know her being with Spencer's dad I mean maybe especially if Melissa's involved somehow you know which seems to be the case Mm -hmm. so maybe there is something more to that I don't know I don't know I guess I mean I guess we'll find out and we can talk more about it in predictions (laughs) but it's really I don't know she creeped me out it's really really creepy and then what about everybody's favorite couple Aria and Ezra are done though I don't think so. <laughs> I think they're giving us a break for a little while, and then yeah. they're gonna, you know, bring it back. I think it was too too much Ezra and Ari. <laughs> I love them, but it's what about when she got called to the principal's office? Omg! <laughs> Did you guys think that was real? Did you were, were you fooled? I freaked out. Yeah, I mean, it's totally something that should have happened a long time ago. He should be arrested for messing around with a seven sixteen year old. What was she then? I, yeah. She was like a junior when they got together. I knew it was definitely her nightmare. Like I could feel that. <laughs> that, that, that like it's just something that Pretty Little Liars does so well. But on the flip side of that, I was just like when we saw him walking out in handcuffs, yeah. I was just like, how have we not had this scene happen? Like, like, especially for an ABC family show, we should probably have had that happen. I, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, how old was she, seriously, when they got together? 15, she was like, 15, yeah, 16? not yeah. okay. Yeah. To- not okay, people. Well, yeah, absolutely not. Not at all. <laughs> absolutely not. But she needed that. She needed a reality check. She needs to... You know, as Emily said, move on and double date and have some fun. Be in high school. You know, be a senior in high school for a second because, like, dealing with with someone that has their own issues. With I mean, now he does have a family. He needed to find a job. Yes, those are real grown up issues that I don't believe she is ready to deal with yet, and she shouldn't be. I yeah, I thought that the nightmare. It was interesting that that was what kind of caused her to actually text him and say like, yeah, we need to see other people. That mm-hmm. was what forced that issue because I feel like otherwise she still would have been pining for him all over. Yeah, her yeah. Well. well, and and it's it also is one of those things that when you can't have something, you only want it more. And that you know when we saw her in the you know in the courtyard and she was you know kind of oogling him and yeah, uh, and, and all the of principal. That. Yeah. So. Well, in the coffee shop. You yeah. Know, yeah. Choosing. To to, you know, say hi to him before leaving. No, but I, I think you're right. I don't think it's going to be... I think it's going to be kind of a little bit more tough. Than, it's not going to be a clean break, especially when she sees him with um, with his baby's mom. What's her, I can't remember her name. I can't um, remember her either. But they're together at the funeral, and I think that that really... Because Ezra ignores her. Mm-hmm. She sees him, and he just turns away like he doesn't know her. And I think that bothered her as well, she was walking by. Wasn't he also with the vice principal? Yes, it was the three again. of them. Yeah, It was the three of them. So, like, he just wanted to act like Arya did not exist in yes. his universe. And which he did. No, I, yeah, it was interesting. And she kind of... You can see on her face that she's not completely over him. No, absolutely not. But, I mean, we've seen it before in prior seasons where she hooks up with someone just to, you know, make him jealous. And then, ultimately, at the end, they end up together and everything yeah. is perfect again. So, I don't know. I think, I mean, this could be a little you know, different, though. This could be a little different this time just because it's more serious. There are, you know 
bigger consequences now. Unless she moves out of Rosewood, or he does, they're going to end up back together. <laughs> I, mean, I think she moves. needs to graduate first. One she of you guys transfer. <laughs> I mean, we all know that I love that couple, so I hope they get back together. No, I do, too. <laughs> Just, you know, leave the kid. <laughs> what about the mom? <laughs> what about Emily and Paige? What do we think about Emily and Paige running off to Stanford together? I don't like Paige with Emily. Personal opinion? I really, I don't know. I really don't either. There's been always something that bugs me. I've never quite trusted her completely. I just, there's something off about her character to me. Person, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? It's kind of like Mona. You can't expect someone to change, you know. Yeah. It's, she started off with, what did she do to Emily? I mean, she had she was horrible, you know, with the whole competition mm-hmm. and swim and having her, you know, dad, well, it wasn't by choice, but yeah. Emily was embarrassed in school and then now you come back changed and you want to be with her, it just doesn't make sense. I definitely agree that Paige her intentions seem questionable at best, mm-hmm. but I understand her wanting to get Emily away from everything that's going on in Rosewood and right. going to Stanford. That that's something that one of these characters eventually is going to get sick of being followed, being traumatized by A, and try to at least leave town, I would imagine. One would think. I mean, (laughs) logically, I would hope. Um, I don't know if that means Emily and Paige to Stanford. And these girls are seniors, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, they're graduating. So they will be, I guess, dealing with those college issues and how that separates the group Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm. I, I don't know. I, I'm torn <laughs> it, between. I mean, I liked her probably. a little bit more in this episode. I felt that she was genuine. She really did. You know, let's go live life like we're supposed to. Totally get that. But that I don't know. There's, there's always been something that kind of rubs me the wrong way about her. But I don't know. We'll I th- see. Yeah, I think she's a little bit too dry, dry cut. You know, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just not like this episode. She does show a little bit more emotion, but yeah, she's she usually did. not like that compared to you know Maya and the rest of the right. people we've seen Emily with. She's hmm. she's really different. She stands out. Yeah, I think I she know. was trying to be protective tonight. That's the sense I had of it. Whether or not she wants to get her away for another purpose, but what she was saying at least made me feel like she was being a protective girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Cal- we'll Callie's questioning. Every <laughs> I don't know. We'll all know. up in the air for Callie. A's going to be Ezra. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and prediction made. Check. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But what do you guys think? You know, we are back. So please go back to iTunes, download, rate, and comment. Let us know what you think about tonight's episode. What you think about the couples? Do you think that Arya and Ezra are going to end it really quickly? What about Emily and Paige? Are they going to run off to California and be happy together? What's going on? I mean, we always love reading your comments. It gives yeah. us new theories. You tweet us and rate on iTunes and tell us everything you're thinking, and then we come in the next week and have all these new ideas. So we love hearing from you. Yeah, so please keep doing that. It's so, so, so much fun to keep yeah. it going. Yeah. All right, so what did we have in the trunk? Oh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Out of everything that could have been in the trunk, honestly, I was not expecting that to Me be in either. the trunk. But it was so funny because, you know, they say a dead pig, really, that's all. And then they see, you know, <laughs> Wilden on the ground when they're passing by. I'm like, how perfect. <laughs> yes, it was a dead pig in a pig's car. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. Is so nasty. So the girls terrible. find that, you know, they... Um, 
The only smart one is Mona, who puts gloves on before she touches the car. Everybody's touching the car and the trunk and doing all of that with their fingerprints all over it, whatever. They take off, and and then when they are driving back by, they see Wilden's body on the ground. So that's when they find out that Wilden is dead, and he was shot by someone somewhere else, and then his body was placed there by the car. So what do you guys think? Who do you think killed him? Hannah's mom. <laughs> I mean, how did he get her phone? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, super creepy. Now, the thing that I find the most interesting about one of the most interesting things I find about this show is that there's a, why are they always robbing graves? <laughs> They're always picking <laughs> caskets and digging up bodies. Like I don't like who likes that. I was that? making like uh, a note in my brain in my head to say it. I'm like, oh wow, they've improved. They're they've graduated now. They're <laughs> actually going to church to, to rob <laughs> to the casket. The casket at church. So they're doing it before they dig it out. <laughs> I was gonna say it doesn't need to be buried anymore. They've skipped that step. No, they're, they're I know. Next up it's is so cremation. Funny. That's it. I know. And then there's nothing else to find. They're exactly. going to do you know, Oops, it was a mistake at the morgue. <laughs> so cra- I, I don't know. Sorry. That's funny. I, I really hope no one tries doing any of the stuff the girls do. No. I mean, ever. Please. So scary. And also just like high school girls, like where does your world come to that this is what you're doing? Like on your, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go to a funeral and then I'm going to go <laughs> behind the scenes like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. I want to visit Rosewood. <laughs> I don't know if you'd make it out alive. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't question a couple of people in high school. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we also find out that Jenna was friends with Walden before, um, before Rosewood, that they were old friends, and that she's a little bit creeped out. She goes to talk to Emily and is afraid something's going to happen to her, and she wants to get a message to Toby because he's been ignoring her. And then we see that she has a burn on her hand. Why does she have a burn on her hand? Ugh. I want to say it was from the fire, but I feel like, no, that's too obvious. You know, they don't make anything too easy for us to guess, so... Hmm. It could be... Or do you think maybe she went back after and tried to get the red coat, and that's how she burned herself, maybe? It, it might be. Hmm. I just on a side note to this, did anyone else find it strange that the red coat pretty much survived the fire, but the rest of the place was pretty <laughs> much demolished. Not to like, I mean, I that I don't know if that's just where my unless brain... it's not the real one. And it was no, just I set. think it might have been like kind of tossed in there like after the fact. Yes. I think yeah, that that could have been how she got burned. I mean, if she kind yeah. of threw it as an after effect. They right. should probably figure that they would go back and try to search for clues mm-hmm. and, and as find they it always there. Do yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and Toby still has the lighter. Which really didn't come. I thought we were going to figure out like why that nothing really came of that, but just that he had it. What I like though is that we're getting kind of a backstory with Toby. Finally, yeah. Like like, uh, why maybe he's acting the way he does. He had a mom who seemed somewhat absent. He is concerned. We get this flashback Mm -hmm. of him. kissing Allie. Almost. 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 Almost almost kissing Allie. Sorry. Then she insulted his mama and she was out of there. Out of there. And, (laughs) uh, but he is genuinely concerned because his mom is wondering why he's home and it's, I guess, four o'clock 
in the afternoon. Well, she seemed like she was sick. Like she's a little Depressed. out of it. Something's going on. She's she yeah. looked like she was either on something or should have been. Like she just. But it's I don't the know. first time I've seen um, their house actually. You know, from the with inside. light. Yeah. Every single time, you know, we try to see the inside, or you know, the, the girls have gone inside. It's so dark, you know, mm-hmm. because they kept everything uh, dark. And I'm guessing it was because well, and then of they Jenna. had that creepy relationship too. He had that creepy relationship with Jenna. I feel like maybe in a way, and maybe I'm being too skeptical, but he built that relationship because maybe he had it with his mom, and just seeing you know how they had you know interacted and thought, wow, <laughs> we're, we're, I really really hope he did not have that kind of a relationship with his mother. <laughs> wow, we're going just the theory. Well, this see. is supposed to be the darkest season yet, right? Uh, I was gonna say it's still ABC Family though. We haven't switched. They don't to, like, have HBO. to show it. <laughs> I don't know. That's reaching a little bit for me. But, you know, obviously there's a reason why that whole thing happened. Or he wouldn't give in to... I mean, it could be many different reasons, but I feel like he wouldn't give in to Jenna. Why would he sleep with his sister or half-sister? Or step-sister. They weren't really related, so it's, it's no, not that bad. But, but, but still, still, it's still bad. It's still creepy yeah. in that Pretty yeah. Little Liars way. Yeah, <laughs> it's, still, it's still creepy. It's But no, I don't know. I don't know. But we see, yeah, we see Toby. He gets this text message from A that he doesn't share with Spencer. And it's about his mother. I know what happened to your mom. Bring the RV and you'll know, too. Or the lair, sorry. Yeah. Mona's lair. So why do you think that he kept that from her? And it's kind of one of the things that they always do. Somebody's always keeping something mm-hmm. from one of them. It's never all out in the open. It's true. I that's what's gonna I feel like take them down in the end is that they have all these secrets mm-hmm. um, amongst the four girls that they're not being open and kind right. of honest with each other. It's something that we've talked about repeatedly last mm-hmm. season on season three of our show, mm-hmm. um, and it feels like they're still doing that. It's going to be a season filled with with those kinds of secrets. Yeah, because closed caskets keep secrets but his is opened <laughs> so what did, what did it say and exposes yours and then they take the phone the phone from the <laughs> casket and I was just no really... no no the best part is the phone is ringing and then Mona comes <laughs> Mona comes out of the shadows <laughs> yeah if you know anything about me my battery would have been dead <laughs> <laughs> no it's pr- they had a fresh battery in that phone yeah <laughs> so, and then we find out it was Hannah's mom's phone but it was and and Hannah's number was Wait, uh, was changed and it was he, it was titled as kisses. It was kisses, but it wasn't it that she called Hannah's mom on the on that phone that she called back that number. She, she called she back called the back. number and it was Hannah's number. Yeah, and that's why she says, "Why are you calling me from my mom's phone?" So it was his her mom's phone that was in his pocket. So I didn't see. Uh, did you guys see like the the date or the time frame on it? Because she says she spoke to her mom from the hotel that morning. Yeah, there, and there were two calls before the call to Hannah, mm-hmm. but it, but it was changed to kisses. I'm not. I'm sure that that's not what she had Hannah's number in her phone as. Was Caleb? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it was Hannah's mom's phone. Well, he's so, a wit, you know he's a genius. He could program it. <laughs> Maybe I did, I don't know. I wouldn't want you know I don't know. But they probably there because you know how A has been signing mm-hmm. the messages kisses A. So maybe that was. A took the phone, put it in there like that, and that's how they figured it out. I don't know. 
But Ooh. either way, they got they robbed the casket, got the phone, and went back to the funeral like nothing. At least it was clean this time. That's true. No dirt left behind. That's true. <laughs> but I'm sure there's going to be like a fingerprint on his face <laughs> or something that's going to come back the later. It's going to be smudged. <laughs> something is going to come back later. They're going to have to go back into that casket. There's going to be something else. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if that body goes missing, we know that we've got. I'm just like wondering, like, how hands. important are secrets to high school girls that they just can't get over it? Like, I mean, I think how- they've been tormented so much that they, yeah, that they're going to. They w- they want the answer now. Like they're they'll do anything for it. I think we saw yeah. that in season three. Uh, like they're risking their own lives at this point to get the answer to this. Yes, yes, they are. I don't know. So I feel who- like this is going to like continue on to generation and. Generation. I know. Well, and then we see this person at the funeral in this black lace veil, completely covered, escorted in sits down, comes out, and nobody seems to interact with this person. It's a woman. Don't, and from we don't all know the times is. that they follow everyone else, mm-hmm. do you think they would just follow the damn car? Yeah. No. <laughs> of course to not. see who it is. Of course not. No. <laughs> Never and, when it counts. And then in that <laughs> final moments, always those weird clues in the final moments, yeah. we see her take off that veil, and it's one of the creepiest masks I think yes. we've had on Pretty Little Liars. The mask of Allie's face. It looks at Allie's face, but... But, but scarred, or something. Like, on, melted. Melted. Like burnt. On, yeah. Creepy. Well, what, do you guys think that was from the fire, or that, is that a prior accident? That's what I thought. I thought it was from the fire. I don't know. That was where my head went as well, but you you made a point earlier about Pretty Little Liars. It's never what it seems. No. I feel like... I had a, like, I keep on guessing it's Melissa, but I don't know. I haven't seen, you know, we haven't really seen her around. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to, like, imagine who could be that tall. I don't know, tall. but she seemed, uh, that's what I was thinking, too. I was going to say, she seemed to be a little bit taller than Melissa. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep going back to the dang doctor. I, oh, I, that's theory. my favorite thing. The red coat is the doctor, and it's a woman. We know that it's a woman, so it still could be. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the doctor plays an, a, a more important part, and she's going to come back later. I don't know. I say that every time, and I could totally be wrong. It's just fun for me to say it. No, but no, no. didn't we see A interacting with the doctor at the, the diner mm. when she was um, released, when she was kept hostage? We, and Was then, that Mona? No, it was Mona. It was like, Mona. Mona, they had the thing with the, with the orchid at her office, and when Mona shows up, and... All that they thought there might have been a video camera in the office, like for her to spy on them. And I think you, people have speculated too there could be something with the doctor's son, and that's why she was kind of, you know, do, that's that was their in into the hospital for Mona to get in and out and to get, you know, the meds and you know have access and people mm-hmm. to get those fake badges and like all of that stuff was through her. I just have to say that I hope they don't pull a How I Met Your Mother and have it be like in the last season of Brand New Character. That is a, I mean, I love How I Met Your Mother, but that just seems like the wrong call in this particular show. I know that that would actually be like a pretty nice twist if they did that. Yeah, if it was just somebody that was completely. You know, I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm like, well, maybe the doctor was the outcast in high school when, you know, their parents were going to... (laughs) That's what I keep thinking about. Maybe it's something against Hannah's mom. Yeah, that Allie, like, who who tormented Al... Or who did Allie torment, rather? And that's who I kind of feel like A is. Maybe it was Allie's mother that ended up tormenting people. And then it's a payback for that. Well, I think so. Maybe it's that. 
Because she's so much... I mean, I think her mom is way worse than Allie. And Allie's mother also was just, like, commenting to Hannah about, like, oh, it's so good you lost the weight or you're keeping the weight. Allie would have been proud of you. Yeah. Really? Like, that's... It's so shallow. Like, I just... Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's so many different ways that this show will go and can go, and it will probably be not at all how we expect it to go. Well, we got a few answers... Or answers, I should put in quotation marks, because yeah. we don't really know if they're answers yet, but answers in the beginning of the show. But I feel like there's so many more questions, and that's always the way these seasons begin. Absolutely. Because, you know, in prior seasons, they've always um, went back into, uh, like, uh, you know, recap of the past and what, what happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember in one of the episodes I was watching, it was regarding um, Arya and she had gone to visit her dad um, at work at the university. And when she was passing, she was coming out of the, his office. Ezra was standing there mm-hmm. and talking, but she didn't really notice him. And I like it really caught me. I was like, oh, they're planting something. You know, this mm-hmm. has to do with, you know, it's it has to do way beyond Allie. Oh, there's so many little webs that this show weaves and you really have to pay attention and look at the backgrounds and look at the timestamps on the text if you were quick enough to find it or pause it and go back to it because there's so many little clues that they like to throw in which makes the show so great. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so much fun to watch and you just can't help it. And I'm sure you know, if I go b- back and rewatch it again there's going to be more things that we see. The only thing I was disappointed with the season was the fashion of the girls. I'm like, what happened? Oh, in this episode? <laughs> Because when, <laughs> we're back to an 80s, 90s mix. I don't know. When Mona was like, oh, we need to go shopping. I'm like, yes, you do, Hannah. Go. <laughs> you need to go buy new clothes. What are you wearing? <laughs> but we also have a new Officer Wilden in Officer Holbrook, who yeah. is Sean Ferris. Who You guys, he was yeah. in, like, Never Back Down and Yours, Mine, and Ours. He's a cutie. Yeah. What do you guys think of him? He comes across that he's going to be the good guy. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, I think he's out for the girls. I yes. would, I'll take it further than <laughs> You think he's going to be worse than Wilden was? Definitely. Well, well, he's already like, I've been doing research on you. Like, he knows too much already. Already calls them out? What if he was the one that shot Wilden? Why? How did he get all of his notes? Yeah. I I mean, notes that creepy, would he really keep them at the police station? I feel like it's one of those, you know, uh, scenarios where LAPD is, like, investigating something and the FBI comes out, you know, and they're like, sorry, we're taking over. It's our case now. (laughs) But I just wonder, do you think he would really keep that detailed note of his inappropriate harassment? Because he was. He was inappropriate with them, following Mm -hmm. them around, doing all that stuff. Do you really think... his notes or are they, like, police kept... Yeah, that's what I was like. Why would... You know, Wilden keep notes that's of what them I'm harassing unless, you know, he's been watching. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. What if it was his personal, like, notes that he took or videos or whatever he had that they have gone in and either found or... And I think maybe, maybe, maybe he had something to do with the car and he just wanted to see who comes to the car. Maybe. I think maybe the video was... Oh, you think the video was, was him? him? Just to see, you know, get a clue as to who who it is. I mean, he could be part of this whole team. There seems to be a lot of them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's Melissa's new boyfriend. <laughs> I don't, I, well, and who was the guy that Jenna was with? That I was, don't know. That's what I was wrote down. I put yeah. a giant question mark there because obviously we're supposed to 
no, they they like lingered on that shot, or yeah. we, we will come to know. We will, that, yeah, it wasn't anybody that I recognized. I mean, you, like, you, you know who I thought let, it might have been, but then when I looked at him closely, I was like, no, that's not him. Mm-hmm. Um, when Arya took the plane ride with uh, Ali's friend, that oh, right, right, right. But I was like, no, that's not him. I, yeah, I bet that's something that will come up in season to four. To find out, yeah. Yeah, because there was, was definitely that shot where you're like, I either sh- know you or we'll come well, to know right. you. Yeah. All right, well, I don't know. What, anything else? What do you guys think? Do we forget? I think we covered. Did we cover just about everything? Yeah. I mean, there's so there's so much. I want to go back and watch it again and see if I missed anything I think else. that's what I'll be doing yeah. sometime this week. For, for sure. sure. Well, let's get into some um, news and gossip. Woo-hoo. What do you got? TV news. We have so much, because it's been a few months. Uh, But most importantly, last night um, at the Paley Center here in Los Angeles, uh, the cast of Pretty Little Liars had a panel discussion about what's to come in... um, in season four and it those are always like fun nights with the entire mm-hmm. cast mm-hmm. and um so Shay Mitchell Ian Harding um Keegan Allen Tyler Blackburn they were all there discussing the show um and we kind of got a few spoilers actually um and we'll just mention a few of them that um it's going to be the darkest season yet according to um Shay Mitchell and she says there's people who are pointing fingers in every direction and Ian Harding um, tells uh, The Hollywood Reporter that the new A makes um, Rosewood a far more dangerous place. This season it feels like A can kill you and everyone you love. So it's definitely going to be I think a season of kind of who did it, maybe more of a, almost a caper, I want to say. That could, that's going to be fun. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's a really exciting one. And then also, um, we'll talk about this in a second, but Hannah and Caleb, uh, we didn't see Caleb in tonight's episode, if I'm no, correct. Not at all, no. Um, but Tyler Blackburn, um, he is heading off to Ravenswood. It's happening later this season. It's going to be a essentially a spinoff, it sounds mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. of Pretty Little Liars. It's by the same producers. And it's so people are wondering, will Hannah and Caleb break up? What's going on? And um, Tyler says uh, they, in fact, will not break up. They have a solid relationship, so it's actually going to be heartwarming and interesting to see how they, you know, come to a conclusion. It's hard to explain. They don't break up, but in some way they part ways. So mm-hmm. hmm, that's a well. It's pro- it was probably like where he goes off to find his dad, and it's going to be like a whole thing around that, possibly. Yeah. So I wonder if she'll be popping in on that show from time to time. I hope so. <laughs> it would be really fun to um, crossovers. Have that. Yeah, crossovers. <laughs> yeah, and um, also a little on the gossip side, uh, Ashley Benson herself and Tyler Blackburn. They've been teasing fans on Twitter a bit. Um, they posted a picture um, on Instagram. A little kissing, I guess we can say. We all, I think we all a little kissing, French kissing. <laughs> yeah, and they call it a friendship. And I think that's French. French, French friendship. 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 There we go. Um, so weigh in. Let us know what you think. Are these couple? I guess this is couple taking it off screen. That's Ooh. really fun. And they're always um, seen at the Chateau Marmont here in LA. So that's really cool and interesting. I think. Um, And also, a little more about Ravenswood. Uh, So, it's going to be, obviously, a town that's neighboring, I guess, to Rosewood. And Mm -hmm. he moves there. Um, Of course, Tyler Blackburn, Caleb. And um, 
It's a, it's uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter. It's a town that suffered under um, a deadly curse for generations. Five strangers find <laughs> themselves connected by this fatal curse and need to dig into the town's mysterious and terrible history before it's too late to save them all. Of course, there's a Sounds curse. Sounds like A is there as well. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds kind of like pr- Pretty Little Liars, yeah. but with like a magic or a like <laughs> yeah. mystical. Well, that'll element. be fun. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I'm really excited for that one. And um, and Marlene King, who of course is the creator of Pretty Little Liars, says that it's going to be a show. Um, Caleb was the easiest one to take out because we don't know his background yet. Right. We're just learning Toby's. We don't know his yet. So I guess that's what Ravenswood will tell us a little more about. Nice. nice. Very yeah. nice. All right. Well, you guys want to do some predictions? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I know we've kind of been talking about it throughout the whole show, but what do you think? Do you have anything else that you think may happen? I think that um, I'm going to go out on a big limb here. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good one, but uh, Arya and Ezra, I think that they might go for a friends with benefits before they actually get full, <laughs> fully back together. I, I could see that. So dangerous. He could get fired again. So, so, but, like <laughs> Three <a> months left. <laughs> secretive thing that maybe even the mother of his child doesn't know about. Do you think he's going to get back together with her or at least pretend to be? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna jump ahead yeah. and say I think so. I think he's gonna try to piss her off, try to piss off uh, Arya, Arya, but hmm. by pretending. But you know, his heart's not in it. You what if he's see. really just trying to move on and build his family? <sighs> no, A's not gonna let him. <laughs> A's not gonna let him. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think um, I don't know, Caleb. I think we are definitely gonna see family drama. It's gonna be the key yeah, to the season for, for sure. Him. For sure. Well, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, I, I don't know. There's so many. I, I can't. There's like, so I don't many know. big predictions. I feel like I'll leave here in 10 minutes and be like, oh. To think about something else. Yeah. yeah. I, I the really, doctor's coming back. She's coming back. <laughs> I just think Melissa's with the new guy, the new detective. She's been with, like, so many different guys. <laughs> always a Every police thing. officer, always. Exactly. Right? You know, she was with Garrett, and then yeah. she was, maybe she had something with Wilden, and I'm like, hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But uh, I think that's it, right? I think we're good. Yeah, we're good, yeah. So, it, so we're happy to be back. Can't wait to see how this season goes. We have um, a lot more great episodes to go. So thank you guys for hanging out. And make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter here at After Buzz TV. Go to iTunes, rate, comment, download, all that good stuff. And you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. And where can they find you guys? Um, you can find me at Stephanie Wanger. You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Real Emma K. And again, see you guys next week. Woohoo! From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 